Blog Talk Radio. Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Israelites with your host, the Seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Made for me and you call them Sabbath day. 
Sundown Friday, Sundown Saturday is Yahweh's Sabbath day. You got the memo in there for all the counties where it goes two, three, four, five, six. And remember one thing. You don't have to line two two four six zero zero five five seven nine. And when you call up and tell us where you located at, and we'll see can we get you anywhere in any one of the six anonymous camps from South Carolina to Maryland to Kansas City to Indiana to Indiana, Detroit, and out there in Indiana. Out there in Can you think of right now. Come back to me, man. All right, sorry about that. I'm going to get away from you. Springfield. How do we have a lot of Springfield? All right. So, Yakwa, do your 6 9 camp. This is time to do Yakwa building. So, we'll give it off and do it. And we'll see you all come on stage. Verse 12, read. Luke chapter 12, verse 12. 
For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour which you ought to say. That's right, mother. The righteous spirit take care of all the business that can do a bad job for That's who takes care of the business and uh but now daughter Yahweh, when you um when your microphone is released, just say hallelujah, Yahweh, we know you're ready to go, daughter Yahweh. And um the right spirit take care of business. But mother, let's open up in uh, the nineteenth chapter of the book of Acts. Because the right spirit take care of business, mother, no doubt about it. The right spirit take care of business. And Acts, mother. Let's check and see who this is. This might be um Brother Joe. Let me see if this Brother Joe coming on stage. Let me find out this Brother Joe. Uh, Brother Joe of Israel. Try the Yah God Judah. Y'all probably give you that Brother Joe. Yeah, Brother Joe? All right, well, Brother Joe, but same thing. We saying the problem. If you got any problems on can hear your audio, but when you get ready, just say hallelujah. Why that, Brother Joe? So, Brother Joe, so when you do get your microphone, say no by the WCC. Say hallelujah. Why that, Brother Joe? Then we know you're ready to go. Um, Mother E, seems like your microphone is about the only thing working right now besides mine. So, uh, Mother E, we won't go to Acts chapter 19, but we got to be very suspicious on some things because you got people, they peeping at these six and nine accounts. They peeping mm-hmm. real hard, mother. But one thing we do know that because they peeping us, that don't mean they're going to, um, we know we imitate it, but we never duplicate it. Ah, uh, Matthew. I mean, Acts 19, think of verse 13 down to verse number 16 there, Mother. We'll talk about the seven songs of Sheba. The seven songs of Sheba. We're going to talk about it for a minute. The seven songs of Sheba was from the tribe of Yahweh Judah. The 19th chapter, verse 13 down to verse 16, Mother. Take your time and see can you bring that verse out. Come on. Book of Acts, chapter 19, verses 13 to 16. Verse 13. Then certain of the Vesibans, Jews, exhorted in certain of the vagabonds, Jews, exercised took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits. The name of the Yahweh, Yahweh the Son, saying, We adore you by Yahweh the Son, whom Paul taught. And there were seven sons of one be that a Jew and chief of the priests which did so. 
verse 15. And the evil spirits answered and said, Yahweh, I know, and Paul, I know, but who are you? 16. And the man in whom the evil spirit will be on them, one overcame, one overcome them, and prevailed against them, so that they flee out of that house naked and wounded. Um, yeah, in that, in that, uh, in that, uh, verse 13, it says, um, they were stood with a bag upon Judah, ecstasy. They took upon them the call on them who had evil spirits in the name of the four letter. Saying, Yahweh saying, we adjure you by the Yahweh who Paul preached. Verse 14, and there were seven sons of Sceva, Judah, the chief of the priests, which did so. 15, and the evil spirit after said, Yahweh the son I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? Who are you? 16, and the man whom the evil spirit leaped on of them was overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. See, what we're trying to tell you, this ministry here is often imitated but never duplicated because uh, we here to teach just saying Yahweh and daughter Yahweh, when your microphone ready, say hallelujah Yahweh, that daughter. And Brother Joe, with your microphone ready to hallelujah, then we know we can bring you in and on top part of the Sabbath day and get something going on, some more going on. Because we did want to deal with some, uh, with whatever Yahweh give us to deal with. But it's top part of the Sabbath day, this day the Almighty made. Sundown Friday, sundown Saturday, this is Yahweh's day. This is his day. It's all about him. He tell you in 26, verse 3 of Isaiah, hey, Mother E, what did he tell us in 26, verse 3, top part of 70? What do we say? He told Isaiah to see or something in 26, verse 3, Mother. What did he say we can read? The book of Isaiah, chapter 26, verse 3. Isaiah, chapter 26, verse 3. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3 read. Isaiah 26, verse 3 read. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. So what is he saying, Mother? I know we're going to skip down. The verse 12 and 13, but what are you saying? See, when it comes down to the Sabbath day, this is the day whatever you got going on, you put to the side. The Sabbath day. Whatever you put, whatever you got on your mind, I don't care if you was in a wrestling contest. Oh, Sabbath day kicking in. Remind me of what hope that I had you in after the Sabbath day over with, then we get back to it. When it comes down to Yahweh's Sabbath day, 
you're supposed to clear out all the things that you're doing and focus in on him. This is the man that you need to focus in on, the Sabbath day. So that's the key. But this Sabbath day was set up for the children of the 12 tribes of Israel. Then if any of the other 17 nations want part of it, they'll watch you as you take the lead role of the other 17 nations. But this Sabbath day was given to the children of Israel, 12 tribes. Then if any nation want part of it, they'll watch what you're doing, and they'll do it. But we got to follow the book especially when you know you are a member of the 12 tribes of Israel. Now, skip down to verse 12 and 13 there, Mother. What is it saying, 12 and 13? Acts 26, 12 and 13. The book of Acts, chapter 26, verse 12 and verse 13. Verse 12 reads, And it shall come to pass in that day that the Yahweh shall be all from the time of this river unto the stream of Egypt, and ye shall be gathered one by one, O the children of Israel. Hey, hey, hey Mo, what you what you read? You want you want to ask or you want to Isaiah? I forgot now, but I was going to say, but I know I, know I don't have no verse to back it up behind it. So whatever I'm saying, I've got away from me, but it didn't line okay. up. Okay. Go ahead, Mother. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. 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 Go so I know okay. something. Okay. That's, I'm, I'm that's I'm the book of Isaiah. You read verse 3. Now, take a deep breath and look at verse 12 and 13 now. Come on. Okay. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 12 and verse 13. Verse 12 read. It's all right. It went to 27. Verse 12 read. Yahweh, now we are ordained. Peace for us, for thy also have wrote all our works in us. 13. O Yahweh, our Yahweh, of the Yahweh beside thee, have had dominion over us, but by thee only will we make mention of thy name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All of the 70, 17 nations got the million over us now because we done some things, but he's telling you he's going to ordain peace for you once we recognize what he got written in his Bible and you apply it. He said he's going to ordain peace for us. He said, but um, everybody got the million over the 12 tribes of Israel now. Um, why, why is that, mother? We're going to we're going do around 28. And picking up verse number 45 to 50, let's find out why I do all of the nations, all of the, matter of fact, I was looking at something. I was looking at something a little while ago. And I just wondered why 
everybody can pull off on us everything. I was looking at something. By the time you get through with that, mother, I've been abounded. I was looking at something just a minute ago. Why all nations got their men over us. We're going to find out what it says in 28 chapter verse 45 through 50 of Deuteronomy. What is that, mother? Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 45 to 50. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 45. Verse 45, read. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 45. Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee, and shall pursue thee, and overtake thee, till thou be destroyed, because thus hearken not unto the voice of Yahweh, your Yahweh, to keep his commandments and his statutes, which he commands thee, are the six. And they shall be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder, and upon thy seed forever. For the seven. Because thus serveth not the Yahweh, your Yahweh, with darkness and with gladness of mind. For the abundance of all things. For the eight. Therefore, your thou serve thy enemies, which the Yahweh shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. The Yahweh shall bring a nation against thee from afar, from the ends of the earth, as swiftly as the eagle flies. A nation whose tongue shall not understand. Resist a nation of serious continents, which shall not regard the person of the old, nor show favor to the young. Mm-hmm. Now, all this is going to happen because we made a promise with him to keep his law, statutes, and commandments. Mm-hmm. And he said, all these, and it's going to be a sign on you. It's going to be a sign, and it's going to be a wonder, and the wonder is going to be even in your own nation, trust tribe, and all other nations wonder. Why is them? Why they cannot organize? What is wrong? So everybody trying to figure out what's wrong with the twelve tribes of Israel that are scattered. But see, we know what's wrong with the twelve tribes of Israel that are scattered because everything they agreed on to do, they don't do it. <laughs> they don't do it. So long as we not doing what we told the mighty one we would do, and not only said that, we're going to do it, and, and Mother, in uh, 19, verse 8, of Esther, what, what else did we say, Mother, in 19, verse 8? Now, this is what we said out of our mouth. In, in Exodus 19, verse 8, Mother, what did we say out of our mouth? Read verse 3 and 8. You're making Exodus 3 and 8. Now, go to Yahweh. When your microphone ready, say hallelujah, why? 
Brother Joe, with your microphone ready, say hallelujah. Well, then we know to bring you in and we can spread out a little bit because we want to check off a little bit, but we just try to throw some jabs out for a minute. But when your microphone ready, daughter, Yahqua, say hallelujah. Say, Brother Joe, when your microphone ready, say hallelujah. Then we know to bring you right on in. And then we'll spread out some things because I, I do want to touch on some things because I see where it's, where it's left and it's going. And uh, look like to me, some good stuff can come out of this on the top part of the Sabbath day. So, Mother, what you reading? You reading the book of Exodus, uh, chapter 19, verse number three. three. Three and eight. Read verse three and eight. The book of Exodus, chapter 19. Verse 3 and verse 8. Verse 3 reads, And Moses went up unto Yahweh, and the Yahweh called unto him out of the mouth, saying, Thus shall thus said to the family of Israel, and tell the children of Israel. Now verse 8. Verse 8. Verse eight. And all the people answered together, and said, All that the Yahweh has spoken, we will do. And Moses returned the words of the people unto Yahweh. You see that? Now you see that, Mother? You see what we said? We, we told Moses, Yahweh sent Moses to the children of Israel. And um, he gave them all second commandments. And Moses wait on their answer. I know Yahweh was listening all the time. He said, uh, you listen all the time. And they brought back, they told Moses, all that Yahweh have said to four little man, we gonna do it. That's what they say, mother. And not only that, mother. The precept that not only that, mother. Guess what else they said in Deuteronomy chapter five? They said something else, mother. And Deuteronomy chapter 5, they made another statement, Mother. The children of the book made another statement. We go on, look at verse number, Deuteronomy 5, verse 1 and 27. Look at verse, Deuteronomy 5, verse 1 and 27. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 1. In verse 27, verse 1 reads, And Moses called all Israel and said unto them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes and judgments which I speak in your ear this day, that you may learn them and keep and do them. Verse 27. Verse uh, Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 27. Go, go by near and hear all that the Yahweh of Yahweh shall say and speak unto uh, speak now unto us all that the Yahweh of Yahweh shall speak unto thee, and we will hear it and do it. Did you hear that, Mother? You children of Israel say, we gonna hear it and we gonna do it. You see that? Let's go to Numbers chapter 
30 verse 1 and 2, mother. Now, here's children of the Torah tribe. He brought it back to the Torah tribe, and they said, we're going to hear what you, we're going to hear what you're saying, Moses, and guess what? And we're going to do it. Okay, good. Let's go to Numbers 30, verse 1 and 2, Moses. Let's see what happens behind that. Numbers 30 and 1 and 2. Let's look at Numbers, chapter 30, verse 1 and verse 2. Numbers, chapter 30, verse 1. Numbers, chapter 30, verse 1 reads, And most, Numbers, chapter 30, verse 1, And most spake unto the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Yahweh has commanded. If a man buy a buy unto the Yahweh, a swear an oath to bind his throat with a sound born, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceedeth out of his mouth. You see that? You see that, mother? So listen. So you see, see the rules today. Got to sign all kind of contracts and everything else. But when we understood what the Bible was saying, especially the children of Israel, if you open your mouth and say something, you locked in for a hundred trillion million years. You locked in forever because Yahweh He'll let you make a statement. Knowing that statement that they have locked you in forever. You said all that I say, you will do. And you also say you will be obedient. You said all that good stuff. And, 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 and what did Yahweh say in the fifth chapter of Deuteronomy verse 7, 27 and 28 behind that mother? I mean 28 and 29. Now, listen. What, what, what we got to realize that when you bow a vow to the Almighty of the Bible, you locked in for a hundred trillion million years, and he's going to bring it back to the table. That's why you got to be very careful. Statements you make out your mouth, because when when you make a statement out your mouth, uh, Mother, hey, hold that part, Mother. I hate to kind of put this, put this heat on you just already, but... Put a mark in that. In Ezekiel 1.14, mother, now I'm waiting on the WCC to release the microphone of daughter of Yahweh and Brother Joe, but they can have to share some of this right here because we, our hands kind of inching and stretched out a little bit. But we got to, you know, do what we got to do. So now WCC, World Council Churches, see, see what's taking so long for Daughter Yahweh's microphone and Brother Joe Israel for taking a microphone so long to be prepared for me to share some of the load because I want to drop some down in a minute. But I got to wait until. And, that, and that's why we say, see, the harvest is plentiful, but the labor is through. See, you got to step it up. Come, 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 come in and join in 
And if you can holler in that microphone, you got to get your feet wet. Get in there, holler in the microphone, and um, have the right spirit with you and the kind of spirit you got to have. Look at WCC. See, what kind of spirit do you have to have? Well, look, I'll read it. I'll read it, mother. Let me, let me show what kind of spirit you got to have when you're on this broadcast. I'll read it, mother. I'll read this to you. In the book of Daniel, chapter 6, verse 3, this is the kind of spirit you got to have. When you come and grab the microphone, the kind of spirit you got to have is the spirit that Daniel had in 6, verse 3. Let's see what spirit you got to have. When you uh, come on, when you're coming on the broadcast, give what you got to have. Daniel, chapter 6, verse 3. Then this day will prefer above all the presidents and the princes, because a excellent spirit was in him. See that? He had an excellent spirit, and, and look what the king did, and he was in captivity. And the king thought to sit him over the whole realm. See that? See, one thing about it, when you got an excellent spirit, the enemy always going to be there. I have to understand about the enemy. But understand one thing. If your spirit right, Yahweh going to go before you and bat down all the enemy. Oh, yeah, bump it. Oh, it might be bumpy a little bit. It got to be bumpy. Because the reason, I'm, let me show you why it got to be bumpy. Let me pull another. Let me pull another. I'll pull out, mother. I'll pull this out. Let me show you why it got to be bumpy. In the book of... Genesis 32. Let's show you why I got to be bumpy. 32, and we're going to pick it up. I'm going to read the verse 32. Let's see what I want to read. 32, verse number 1. It says, And Jacob went on his way, and the angel met him. Okay, good. Sure. Angel met him. And let's see what happened next. Let's see. Twenty-five. No, twenty-four. And Jacob was left alone, and there he wrapped with a man. That man was angry. With him until the breaking of the day. What were they doing? They was wrapping. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his side, and the hollow of Jacob's side was out of joint as he wrapped with him. And he said, let me go. For the daybreak, he said, I will not let y'all go. Be go. Accept your blessing. Jacob got hit on the thigh by an angel. I mean, his leg went out on him. But guess what he did? He held on. Meaning, same thing. More we see this reading, you got to hold on. Jacob, our grandfather, got hit in the thigh by an angel. And he still won't let him go. What that mean? That means you got to struggle to get what you want to get to. And what you're trying to get to is his kingdom. And if you don't, if you understand that part, this ain't no cakewalk. You're going to have hate mail all over the world, like those seal guys. But in the same joke, I know Yahweh got those seal back and from. So, okay, to do this right here, you got to hold on, because you know what you're going against? 
You know what you're really going against? Mm-hmm. I want to explain to you what you're, what you're going against. Um, Mother, where have you got? Hold that point, Mother. Whatever you're getting ready to read, hold, and let me show you what, what you're going against. Once you start looking at this word right here, what you're going against. Give me um, Corinthians, Second Corinthians, um, Kimbo, Mother. So the, see, that's why I be, I be telling the six anointed captain. No, you won't. You won't go through something. Oh, yeah. You think you're going to teach this right here and you're not going to get that stare-down look on you? No. Because do you know what you're really doing? Let me tell you what you're really doing. Let's go to 2 Corinthians, mother, chapter 10, verse number 4. Let me show you what you're really doing. When you take on this type of teaching that comes from the Bible, directly from the Bible, I want to show you what, what you're going to go through. So when it comes on you, don't feel something they don't you. Look <laughs> says in Second uh, Corinthians 10, 4, Mother, what does it say? Book of Second Corinthians, chapter 10, verse 4. Verse 4 reads, For the weapons of our welfare are not common, but mighty to Yahweh, to the pulling down of strongholds. Right. Yeah, hold on, hold on. I, I want to talk about verse 4. See, the weapons that we're dealing with is his word. And his word is going to pull down strongholds. I mean, but look, but the resistance is going to be high. Because you know what you're going against? I'll give you a case point. You have to pull down strongholds. Now, here's what I spoke about. Let, let, let's, let's talk about it for a minute. It got to come back to me the year of Israel, the father of Hermeneutus, H-E-R-M-E-N-E-U-T-I-C-S. His name is um, F-R-I-E-D-R-I-C-H-C-H-L-E-E, I mean L-E-L-E-R-M-A-C-H. I can't pronounce the name, but you know what? I ain't going to do it. Because I get more calls on me butchered up uh, people's names and certain things. I said, okay, what about the left? Oh, the left one's fine, but you butchered up that name. I'll get on it. So look, this guy's the father of Hermeneutics. Now watch this. In 1603, of creation, who created the Baptist religion? John Smith. John Smith created the Baptist religion in 1608. John Smith, he created the Baptist So you see the ones that Baptist, you know, uh, see? Big dignitary, Baptist. For your first job, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yes. off, yes. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. 
Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but, but I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Now, look, look at this billionaire face, Oprah Winfrey, billionaire. She said she, she, she went to the, she go to the Baptist church. Baptist. The Baptist was created by John Smith and Tina Lee. Okay. Who created the Mormon church? The Mormon church was created by Joseph Smith in 1830. He created that religion. Look at this, but look at the name. John Smith. Joseph Smith, 1830, he created the Mormons. He wanted, that's his frame of mind. The Baptist Church was created by John Smith, 1608. That's his frame of mind. Okay, the Seventh Day of Business. Who created this? 1863, William Miller. William Miller, when? 1863. Now, what did Charles Taft Russell do? In 1872, Charles Taft Russ, Russell, he created the Jehovah Witness in 1872. Now look at that. Now look at that. Look how many people love we got Jehovah Witness, Seventh Day Adventist, Mormon, Baptist. And this stuff is all created by men that got nothing to do with the covenant. Okay, this other guy, and what did he do? Charles Parham, P-A-R-H-A-M. In 1901, he created the Pentecostal Church in 1901. Look at that. Pentecostal Church in 1901. Charles Taft Russell created uh, Jehovah Witness in 1872. William Miller created the Seventh Day of Venice in 1863. Joseph Smith created the Mormons in 1830. And the Baptist Church, which over go to, was created by John Smith, 1808. And the Homo was created by this guy. Okay. But what does the Bible say, Mother? In Revelation 1, 17 through 19, I mean, what do the Bible say behind that? That's why I said, now, Diego, here your stronghold is. You got all your loved ones in one of these other visions right here. See, that's a stronghold. Matter of fact, read verse 5, mother. Read that second, second, um, Corinthians, you read verse 4, read verse 5. What, what, hey, what mother's he at? Mother's he let me see if Mother Z is ready to spread some books all the because all of the microphones is like they, uh, WCC, what are you saying? Still working on daughter of Yachwa's microphone and we're working on brother Joe Israel's microphone. The microphone is not ready yet. Hey, Mother Z. Hey, Mother Z. Yachwa be just here, right? Mother Z ain't in here. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, 
So they ain't, ain't no actor in love, so we just go on working until we find those memo. When you're ready to come on stage, you know, if you're ready to come on stage, say, look, I, 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 I want to come on stage. You've got to have an extra spirit now. got to have an extra spirit. And um, remember, the harvest is, it, the harvest is plentiful, but the labor is true. We have a lot of things to say, but the WCC and the World Council Church and the, the New York, or station out of New York, um, again, by Stephanie Dolan, they all control the microphone, and they have a tendency to um, shut your microphone down, you know? They got the power to do but one thing we know is the power going to be shared and going to be taken over by our people once they finally wake up. But they got to wake up now. Yep. <laughs> so, Mo, what you getting ready to read, Mother? I'll say the first thing you got to read now. What you getting ready to read? 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Okay. That's the most. What is that? What is that in verse 5? Second Corinthians chapter ten verse five, verse five reads: Casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Yahweh, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience obedience of Yahweh the Son. So we got to cast down all this imagination, understanding. See, we really believe that these organizations right here really got something to say about the Almighty's Word. We really believe it. We really believe that John Smith, 1608, that started the Baptist Church. We believe Joseph Smith that started the Mormon Church in 1830. We believe William Miller started the Seventh-day Avengers in 1863. We believe that Charles Castle Rupp in 1872 started Jehovah Women. We believe in Charles Parham in 1901 created the Pentecostal. We really believe that they get a message from the Almighty. We really believe it. But I'll tell you one thing. You cannot go in the Bible and and prove anything that you say. I don't give you a case in point. Let's go to let's go to let's go to the end of the world, mother. Let's find out. When it's all said done, I mean when everything is in when um when okay. Now stop off in Daniel first. Stop off in 7 verse 9 of James first. Stop off in 7 verse 9 of James. Then we're going to look at the last, just about the last book in the Bible. Now, Daniel going to make a statement, mother, in the 7th chapter, verse 9. And look, look he said, he said, yeah, Daniel 7 verse 9. He's going to make a statement, mother, and we want to hear what he got to say. And Daniel chapter 7, verse number 9. What do you say we can read, Mother? Daniel 7, verse 9. Daniel chapter 7, verse 9 reads. Verse 9 reads. 
I beheld till the throne was cast down, and the ancient of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure ruler. His throne was like the fiery flames, fiery flames, and he is wheels as a burning fire. Daniel said he beheld when every religion, rulership was thrown down. He said he seen it all. He said not only that, he seen the good man in the midst of the fire with a garment on, and you know he had fringes on, and he had woolly hair on his head. Woolly hair. So when we pray today, we pray for those that got the Jerry Curl hair, the horse hair, the horse hair and the goat hair. We see, when we sit down and pray, what comes in our mind is a man with a goat hair or horse hair. Never would you pray to the man that got the woolly hair. Daniel said he seen a man with woolly hair. Now, I know, and you know, the only people got that woolly hair is look at your hair on your head. That's the people, and that's the man that he's seen. See how stronghold, we don't know how to go on the computer and pull up. Caesar Borges, his father had him to give the paint for his son. Michelangelo and Leonardo Vinci. They take that picture. That's where that comes from. The picture you're looking at right now and the image you got in your mind. We're not getting off in that. That's why we got strongholds to cast out. Now, Going to the end of the world. I, I think I hear somebody microphone coming on. Coming on. Might be Bud Joe's microphone. We said WGC. We 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 think we got Brother Joe Israel Israel microphone ready. Let's sign out. Hey Brother Joe Israel, y'all probably just see right. Okay. Well, no, you ain't got the microphone all the way up yet. Uh, WCC, you ain't got the microphone all the way up yet. You ain't got it all the way up yet. How about daughter? A daughter, y'all what? Y'all what? Mm-hmm. BGFC, right? What about our microphone? We still working on a microphone. We just about got it ready. Uh, okay. All right, daughter. You're not, your microphone not ready yet, but when you get your microphone, just say hallelujah, and then we know what we do. But uh, but, but Brother Joe's microphone starting to come up a little bit. So now, Daniel says he heard, he saw a man that's wearing a garment. That means he had a body. He had a body. He was sitting in the, on the throne in the midst of fire. So you know now, the 
you for you to come next to this guy, you got you gotta have a different body than what you got now. That means this, this body really gotta be changed. Other lessons we talked about that already. Good. But he said he saw everything thrown down. That means wasn't nobody running nothing but his son. And, and guess what? Mother, in the 21st chapter there, Mother, we're going to Revelation 21, verse 10. Now, you say he's seen everything thrown down. Wasn't nothing standing but his boy. So now we're going to 21, verse 10 of Revelation. And we're going to find out. Now, look, look what we read now. We read about the Pentecostal church, the Jehovah's Witness church, Seventh-day Adventist, the Mormon church, the Baptist church. Now, he said he's seen everything thrown down. Now, we're going to 21, verse 10, down to verse 12. And let's see what happened. Everything was thrown down. John the Revelator is right in hereafter. Now tell me, what did he see? What did he see in 21 verse 10 out of verse 12? What did he see? Come on. The book of Revelation, chapter 21, verse 10 to 12. Verse 10. And he cried, and he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain. And showed me that great city, the righteous Yahweh Judah, descending out of heaven from Yahweh, verse 11, having the greatness of Yahweh, and, and her light was like unto a stone, most precious, even like Jasper's stone, clear as crystal, verse 12. And had a well, a wall, great and high, and had twelve gates, and at the gate twelve angels, and names written thereon, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. Well, you mean when it's all said and done. Everything been cast down. That means the Pentecostal church been cast down. The Jehovah Witness church have been cast down. The Seventh Day Adventist church have been cast down. The Mormon church have been cast down. The Baptist church that Oprah talked about have been cast down. You mean when it's all said and done, what's going to be left standing? Is what again, Mother, in the last line of verse number 12, what's going to be standing, Mother, when it's all said and done? So it's up to you. You can just continue to do what you're doing. Keep on attending these places right here. But be, be clear to understand when it's all standing and done, all of them will be cast down, according to the Bible. Mm-hmm. And the only thing will be standing is the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. 12 tribes. Now, mm-hmm. let's see what kind of, let's see the location they're going to be in. Or I, I 
I messed around already. Told, I told mother, I knocked it out there mother already. So, look at verse 13, mother. Revelation chapter 21, verse 13. On the east, three gates. On the north, three gates. And on the south, three gates. And on the west, three gates. Wait a minute. It's going to be three gates on the, three gates on the, on the east. Three gates. So three of the tribes will be on the east. Three of the tribes will be on the south. Three of the tribes will be on the north. Three of the tribes will be on on the west. So it's going to be a big old, so the world, one, two, three, four. That means the children of Israel will be in total control of north, east, south, west. See that? North, east, south, west. The children of Israel will, will be, and read 14. This is the entire prophecy, 14. Verse 14. And, and the well and the walls of this city had 12 foundations. And in them, the name of the 12 apostles of, of the Lamb. The two apostles of the land. So listen. So 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 what happened to um what happened to Charles Parsons of uh, Pentecostal Church? Down down, nineteen oh one, sorry. What happened to Charles Tap Russell, Joel Wooden's church that put together eighteen seventy two, down down? What happened to William Miller, Seventh day of Venice Church, eighteen sixty three, down down? What happened to the Mormons church? By Joseph Smith, 1830, gone down. What happened to the Christian Baptist Church that was started by John Smith in 1608? Or that was gone down. What happened to the hermeneutic man? Huh? Gone down. So you see, so now you see, this is a big job here. Now, mother, come back and read again. Now you can, now you can be understanding the position. That the sixth morning comes in by reading Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse four and five. Now I'm going to sit back and listen at this. Now, those on the international side with Pat Dale, so what we're looking about they saying that's very interesting here. Well, no, that's Bible. That's Bible. But now, now, mother, read that again. In Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse four and five. Second Corinthians. Chapter 10, verse 4 and verse 5. Verse 4 reads, For the weapons of our warfare are not common, but mighty through Yahweh to the pulling down of strongholds. Verse 5, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Yahweh and bringing into captivity every thought of every thought to the obedience of Yahweh the Son. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 now,
good. So you see why we got a big job to do? So we got to cast out all them thoughts. We will believe by going to one of these Christian places and getting a degree from them, we got something. No, you know, all that is imagination. All this right here is imagination. Now, look what he says in Revelation 1, 17 through 19. Now, mother, we're going to take a look at something he said in Revelation chapter 1, verse 17, down to verse 19. Now, John is writing hereafter. John was in a penitentiary. He was in a police lockup, you can call it, the Romans lockup. They had him. And the angel came right through and sit down, John said, well, you know you're in the penitentiary, John, for one reason. We want you to write something that only one going to read it. It's the sixth anointed campus. Boy, I felt you. It's all right. You're going to tell the story about the hereafter. Let's see what he says in 1, 17 through 19, mother. What do you say we can read? The book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 17 through 19. Verse 17 reads, And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. 18. I am he that lived and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Hallelujah. And have the key of hell and of death. Verse 19. Write these things which thy have seen, and the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. Oh. So when John put his pen down, he told the hereafter. He told John I was, that I was dead, but now I'm alive. And John, I want you to write in penitentiary. The things that's going on now, things in the past, and things going to be hereafter. Read verse 4 1, mother. 4 verse 1 to get a second with me. 4 1. Revelation 4 1. Yes, ma'am. Revelation 4 1. The book of Revelation, chapter 4, verse 1. After this, I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. So when John put his hand down, mother, guess what was told, the hereafter? When John put his pen down, he was told the hereafter. Not a fact. In Isaiah 46, before we read Revelation 1, 5 through 8, mother, in the book of Isaiah 46, 9 and 10, can you help those see out in Isaiah 46, 9 and 10? So listen, when John put his pen down, the almighty story was told. The father gave the book to the son. The son read it and gave it to the angel. And the angel brought it down to, we'll find out later, who, who handed it, the angel put it in. We'll find out later. 
But um, Mo, what you getting ready to read, Mo? Isaiah chapter forty-six, verse nine and verse ten. Yes, verse ma'am. nine. Remember the former things of old, for I am Yahweh, and there is none else. I am Yahweh, and there is none like me. Verse ten. Declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient time, the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. You see that, Mother? He said, He declared the end from the beginning. So when he got through talking to whoever he was talking to. They knew the end of this thing from the beginning of it, because they told him to write it. So you now you see how big this is? So now he was talking to somebody to write the end of this thing. Now we now we read the end of this thing when it's all said and done. The only thing gonna be standing is four gates. North, east, south, west, that cover the whole world, the eastern world and the western world. Mm-hmm. They're going to cover all that. And guess who's going to be running all that? The 12 tribes of Israel. Three tribes, three, six, nine, twelve, because all these 12 tribes, once upon a time ago, they were told in the beginning and 49, 28 Mother Genesis, they were told in the beginning, but they are lost their way now. You know why? Because they said, after Moses brought down the paperwork by the mouth of Yahweh, they said out their own mouth, all that you say, we're going to do. Now, so they went into a covenant with Yahweh. They went into a covenant with him by the mouth. The book of Genesis, chapter 49, verse 28. All these are the twelve tribes of Israel, and this is it, that their fathers speak unto them and bless them. Everyone, according to his blessing, he blessed them. So you see, so you see, you got coming? See, once upon a time ago, all 12 tribes were under blessing. We read in Deuteronomy, you, you lost your blessing. Now you're upon the curse. Why? Why? Why are you upon the curse now? Because you said to him, by the mouth of Moses, all that you say, we would do. See, See what you said? That's what you said. Now, I got to pull, pull a rabbit out of the head on that, Moses. Let's go to... Uh, it's very interesting right here. See, see, you got to listen to this tomorrow to your boss to sit your lesson up. So now, examine yourself. Now, if you're into any one of these places right here, if you are Pentecostal, Jehovah's Witness, Seventh-day Adventist, Mormon, Baptist, when it's all said and done, all this is going to be cast out. So if you're in any of this right here, hermeneutics or whatever you're in, man, all these is man-made religions. Daniel said in 9 verse 7, I saw when all of that was cast out, 
Now, if you know that that boat going to sink, and you smart to know this boat got a hole in it, it's going to sink sooner or later, and you still going to be on the boat knowing that the boat is going to sink. If you're in any of this religion stuff, we're here, Baptist, down at Pentecostal, Jehovah with it. All of it is going to come to nothing. Because Daniel said he didn't see none of them. All he seen was 12 tribes of Israel, north, east, south, west. They had all that covered. See what they see? And Mother read in 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4 and 5, the weapon is not carnal. See, we can't, we can't compete with them at all in the carnal realm. Because they got more weapons, they got more torture, more torture. Matter of fact, if you ever go to a Catholic church, he said, Can I take a tour down in your basement? He said, You want to go in the basement? Why you gonna go down there? I can go in the basement. You will see more torture weapons in the Roman Catholic Church base. They the one invented that stuff. They got more things to make you you know, take a finger off you, take an eyelid off you. They got more torture weapons in their basement than the, than the slaughterhouse has. I mean, I mean, they got more torture weapons. The, the Roman Catholic Church got more torture weapons in every last one of their, their facilities. Why you just go on their basement? They didn't let you go on the basement. They got rules. They got rooms off the room where they take you down there and they can break you all the way down. If you mm-hmm. and they mind a hair kick. See? They got they got ways to make they got ways to take off your little fingers, take off your right elbow. <laughs> they got more torture weapons down there. Why they got some tor- torture weapons? Go on the computer and look at the torture weapons of the Roman Catholic Church basis. Go into it and peep at it. Just peep. Just peep. And you will find out the Roman Catholic Church. Yes, yeah, wrong. Remember, the, the Catholic Church today in America is extension, is an extension of Rome. They got the same policy. The same people descendants. Same people. Same people back there in the Bible times. These are the same descendants today. They just extension of the same people. Same policy, same thing. That's why Pope Nicholas had no problem in 1441 to order hit and to remove the children of the book if they don't convert to Christianity. You got to say that they don't convert to Christianity. They took the kids from them. Huh? Why? Because they didn't want to be a Christian. Then look at us now. Now. So you see what Mother read in that Second Corinthians 10, verse 4 and 5. I mean, we got strongholds to take down. The label, I mean, the harvest is plenty, but the label is true. They know how to go and take down some of this stuff. You got to take your preaching on them. It's not the preaching. I'm over here paying you tithes, field off, and donations. But in the end time, probably according to 21, 10 through 12, you ain't going to be. None of this going to be in the kingdom. None of this going to be nowhere. I'm, I'm a Pentecostal. I'm a Jehovah Witness. I'm a Seventh-day Adventist. I'm a Mormon. I'm a 
Baptist. Ain't none of this going to be in the hereafter. Daniel said in 9 verse 7, he beheld everything was thrown down. The only thing was standing was the two tribes of Israel, and they had three gates on the east, three gates on the west, three gates on the south, three gates on the north. So they covered the whole globe. And guess what they're going to do? Hey, mother, let's, let's see what they're going to be doing when they cover the whole globe. Let's run to end time prophecy. Revelation 2, 25 to 29. Let's see what they're going to be doing, mother. We're going to see what they're going to be doing. In Revelation chapter 2, verse 25 to 29. Let's go see what they're going to be doing, mother. When they got the three gates on the east, three gates on the west, three gates on the north, three gates on the south. What is they going to be doing, mother, according to John writing hereafter, 2, 25 to 29? What is the 12 tribes going to be doing after they um, finally got their head beat long enough and now they um, finally got themselves right? What they going to be doing, mother, that we can read? Revelation 2, 25 to 29. The book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse 25 to 29. Verse 25. But that's what you have already hold. But that which you have already hold fast till I come. Verse 26. And he that overcome and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nation. Verse 7. 27. And and he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessel of a pipe shall they be broken to silver, even as I received of my father. Verse 28. And I will give him the morning star. Verse 29. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto this congregation, the twelve tribes of Israel. Wow. He said the twelve tribes of Israel. Now, if you all come to say now, I'm going to give you power over the nation. So the children of Israel will have, children of Israel will have power over the nation. He said you're going to rule them. With a rod of iron. Mm-hmm. Is that what he said? Now, now this was the angel said. Now, let, me, let me explain something to you. I, I want you to understand this. Uh, now the angel said that. The angel said this. Let, let, let me show you something now. So, so I, I see your statement there. Angel said the children of Israel is going to rule the nation with a rod of iron. The angel said that. We're going to precept that mother in Matthew chapter 12, verse 31 and 32. Now, let you, now listen. Now, a lot of these saints out of Utah, that big committee board, you listen real good because the angel told him that. Listen what the Almighty Son said to the one that got an ear to hear. We're going to Matthew 12, 31 and 32. 
Listen good to what he said. Now, you listen good. Latter day saints out of Utah. Listen good. What did he say, Mother? In Matthew 12, 31 and 32. The book of Matthew, chapter 12, verses 31 and 32. Verse 31. Wherefore, I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto man, men. But the blasphemy against the righteous, against the righteous, spirit shall not be forgiven unto man. Okay. The hope is that Holy Ghost. Verse 32, and whosoever speaketh a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaketh against the righteous, the Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Now, now, now what does the Son just say? They say, you can lie on me and repent and uh, as if you decide you want to repent. I'll let, you, I'll let you repent if you lie on me and blaspheme me. I'll give, give you the opportunity to do it. Acts 3.19, as if you do it. He said, but I'm going to tell you where it's no exception. If you blaspheme against the, my messenger, the angel, coming down here, he said, you ain't got nothing coming in this world or the world to come. He don't tolerate that. So you find out the angel is the one told him that. And you kick against it. He said, you ain't got nothing coming in this world or the world to come. Now, he's going to make it plain in verse 36 and 37. Listen what the Almighty. Now, the Almighty, he puts the magic trick behind this. He said, I look at you. Talk that snap against me. If you don't repent, then I'll take care of you later. I forgive you if you repent. But I'm going to tell you something now. If you find out my angel have said something to the people he brought it down to, and you say, oh, no. And this is what he says in 36 and 37. What did he say to that mother? Marie, what did he say? Matthew chapter 12, verse 36 and verse 37, verse 36. But I say unto you that every idle word that man shall speak, they shall give and count thereof in the day of judgment. Verse 37. For by that word thou shalt be justified, and by that word thou shalt be condemned. Hey, mother, is that big talk of that mother? Hey, mother, let's talk for me, mother. Is, 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 that, is, that, is that big talk, mother? That's what the words say. That's what the words say. Mm-hmm. If you blaspheme against the angel that brought the message down, and he the one told John that the west, south, east, north, three gates, and on the name will be the children of Israel. It will be no Christian, 
It will be no seven day of business. It will be no Jehovah Witness, no Pentecost, no Baptist that started after John put his pen down. Because when John put his pen down in 96 AD, the story was told of the Almighty. And there was no mention about a coming Christian. It was nothing mentioned about a coming Baptist. It was nothing mentioned about a coming Mormon, Seventh-day Adventist, Jehovah Witness, or Pentecostal. Nothing, nothing about that. <laughs> nothing. That's up to you. You understand something? It's up to you. But your door is open for you to repent. But we already know that everybody is not going to receive this door to repentance. And look at the Roman Catholic Church out in New York said, Here, do you have a precept on that? Who is not going to repent? This is a question. Uh, Mother, let's go to 916 of oh, Revelation. Let's see who's not going to repent. Let's see, let's see who's going to take it. We're going to take it all the way in. I mean, the God, the God is what it said. They're going to ride this. They're going to ride that all the way in. Who can we read going to ride it all the way in, mother? They're going to take it all the way in. We're going to end time prophecy in 916. Let's read in 916. Now, who we just going to, when you bring it to them, they're just going to hold on. But God, I don't care. My mother said this. My daddy said this. I'm holding on to what your mother said and what my grandmother said. But then what the Bible says. Well, I don't care what that Bible says. Okay? Well, no, now we're going to find out who in writing is going to hold on all the way until they get their head split wide open. Let's see what's going to happen if we can read it. 916 of Revelation. Who can hold on all the way, mother? Nine sixteen. Who going all the way with the segment? I mean, gonna take it all the way, lack of. You know, they just gonna go headlong in a hand basket in the thigh. Who gonna do that? Revelation nine sixteen. Now, let's talk about it. Now. Let's see who gonna do it. Who going all the way? The book of Revelation, chapter nine, verse sixteen, and the number of the armies of the horsemen. With two hundred thousand thousand, and I heard the number of them. Seventeen. Well, I, 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 I said nine sixteen, but I mean sixteen nine. I mean sixteen nine. I mean sixteen nine. We want to know. I mean, you done your part, but sixteen verse nine. Who's going to take this thing all the way in, regardless of what the Bible says? Who's going to go all the way? 916. I mean, 169. Thank you, Mother. Now, Revelation Revelation 16, verse 9. I want to know who in writing is going to... I know they all... all, they never pay the seal no never mind anyway. They're gonna pay this book no never mind too. Mm-hmm. And sixteen verse nine, mother, who gonna go all the way? 
and we can read. 16 verse 9, take your time, Mother. Come on. God bless you. The book of Revelation, chapter 16, verse 9. Verse 9 reads, And the man and the men were God's will, great king, and blaspheme the name of Yahweh, which had power over these fled, and they repented not to give him honor. Hey, hey, mother, read, read it again, mother. What's the book going on again, mother? In 16 verse 9. The book of Revelation. Chapter yeah, 16. Verse 9. So what's going on in 16 verse 9? The book of Revelation, chapter 16, verse 9. And the men were God's will, great heat. And blaspheme the name of Yahweh, which had power over these slaves, and they repented not to give him honor. Hey, mother, you want to take a shot of that, mother? Hey, mother, do you want to take a shot of that? Hey, mother, 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 Eve, do you want to take a shot at 16, verse 9? Okay, what what I see in sixteen verse nine, they they were scotched with uh, heat and blessing the name of Yahweh. So uh, they they did not repent, not and not to give him honor. They didn't repent. Ah, uh-huh. so they were. They were scotch with they were scotch with heat. Mm-hmm. That's what you said, Mother. They were scotch with heat, and mm-hmm. uh, they blasphemed the name, mm-hmm. and they and they couldn't pull the trigger on repentance, although they were scotch with heat, Mother. So Yahweh was torn it on, and as they they were scotch with heat. Mm-hmm. But they still couldn't find room for repentance. Mm-hmm. Although they were, and Yahweh was torn it on them, and they would not repent, Mother. Now, that, now, now, you know what that's something to think about. You mean they were scarred with heat, but they couldn't repent. And they blasphemed the name.
We're going to Leviticus 24, mother. And we're going to find out if you blaspheme the name, is it a penalty for blaspheming the name? We're going to find out now, mother. And uh, we got we got a, a young lion and Sister Sarah. As you see, we come, we we coming and we we can get them books open quickly. We 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 see what's going on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be with you that young line. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stretch a little bit. 
and 13 and 14, mother. Let's talk about it. And Sarah, you have it, verse 15 and 16, waiting on those seals. The book of Leviticus, chapter 24, uh, verses 13 uh, and verse 14. Verse 13. Yes, and the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse 14, Bring forth him that had cursed without the camp, and let all that heard him lay their hands upon his head. And let all the congregation stone him. Hey, Mom. Hey, Mom. What, what is the mind of Yahweh? He said, what? All that heard of him, of the congregation of Israel, take him out and hit him with a rock on his head. Hit him with a rock on his head. Put the rock on his head. My, you mean Moses said, we don't know the mind of Yahweh. We don't do this man. Then Yahweh responded to Moses to bring that man out and hit him with a rock on top of his head. Stone him. So that's the mind of Yahweh? Wow. Now, Sister Sarah, what happened in verse um, 15 and 16? Book of Leviticus, chapter 24, verse 15 and 15. Yeah. Verse 15 reads. What? And thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, saying, Whoever so curse his Yahweh shall bear his sin. Verse 16, And he that blasphemes the name of the Yahweh, he shall surely be put to death. And all the congregation shall certainly stone him, as well the stranger, as he that is born in the land. When he blasphemes, the name of the Yahweh to be put to death. You mean that's the mind of Yahweh? If you blaspheme the name of Yahweh, he's going to kill you. As well as the stranger. So now listen. Now, if you're in a church today, uh, John Smith, 1608, Baptist Church, he created that. Joseph Smith in 1830, he created the Mormon Church. William Miller created the Seventh Day Adventist Church, 1863. Charles Cap Russell, he created a church and called Joe Women in 1872. Uh, Charles Parham in 1901 created the Pentecostal Church. Read that verse again, um, verse number 16 again. Vow to the sixth century, to the ninth century. So take the A and E out, 
And that's the name. You have the smartphone. Say, smartphone, what is God's true name? And I'll tell you, Y-A-W-H. And we tell everybody a long time ago, until Yahweh gives you the spirit to pronounce the name, you just spit out the letter, Y-A-W-H. When you see the word Lord, God, Jesus, Allah, Buddha, just say Y-A-W-H. And sooner or later, you'll catch on to it, and you say, oh, Yahweh. So you mean it is a penalty up the road for you blaspheming the name. Mm-hmm. Now, let me show you the reward about it. Let's go to Malachi 3, 16 to 18, Sister Sarah. We're going to look for the reward about keeping the name. We're going to buy out. Listen to another fear going to tell you, now we find out one thing. If you don't get your name right, the man ain't going to bring you in the back. I'll let you repent. <laughs> now, we're going to Malachi 3, 16 to 18. And we're going to see what it says. And this is another fear. You can see what he said, Sarah, it's a raise your voice that you won't hear this real plant. Put, put a little more, a little more into that. 316 through 18, Malachi. Going to the book of Malachi, chapter 3, verse 16 through 18. Yep. Verse 16 reads, Then they that fear the Yahweh spoke often one to another, and the Yahweh heard and heard it. hmm and the book of the remembrance was written before him. Uh-huh. For them that fear the Yahweh and defiled upon his name. Thought upon his what? Upon his name. Oh, the one that feared him and thought on his name? What what he what he said next? Verse 17. And they shall be mine, said the Yahweh host. And that day when I make up the jewels, and I will spare them as a man spare his own son that sold him. Verse 18, then shall you return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serves Yahweh and him that serves him not. He said, now you will return. Now he, he said, the one that serves him and the one that serves not. He said, now he's whacking the one that's speaking often on his name. The four letters. He said, would he make up his jewel? You're going to be mine. You're going to be mine. It's when you overlook and get past that Lord God, Jesus, Allah, Buddha, Jehovah, and uh, Jehovah, Jireh, and Nisi. He said, look up. You're going to be mine when you make up this jewel. So I don't know none of these organizations today. None of them. They'll tell you, yeah, we know his name is the four letters. Oh, yeah, we know his name. But we can't pronounce But you can spell it out. You know it ain't Lord God, Jesus, Allah, Buddha, and Christ. And Lord, you know that. So if you can't pronounce the name, you know you spell it out. All the ancient writings tell you that it was a four letter. Y-H-W-A. So you mean you will let all of your members, you know it's four letters. You let them all get burnt up in the fire along with you, and you won't even tell them that. Well, yeah, we know his name is a, but it's an unspeakable name called a four letter. We don't know, we don't know, we don't know how to pronounce. I know you. I, we know you don't know how to pronounce because you got to come to the right people and get it because he didn't give it to you to pronounce. Give the case one, Sister Sarah. You know the fifth chapter, 
verse, uh, Psalm 50, verse 16 and 17. Look at Kansas 1. See, you got to understand something. We come home with your help. But we turn you now. Your man is telling you now. Your time going to run out. If your pastor, if you ask your pastor tomorrow, or, or Sunday, when you, when you go Sunday, when you go, uh, what is the almighty true name? Oh, it's, it's some four letters. Well, why we call him Lord God and Jesus and Allah and Jehovah? Why we do that? Well, you know, everybody else do it. You know, we, we just do it. But that's not his name. You know, it's written in a book called Nebuchadnezzar 3, verse 60, the same as day, yesterday, and ever. So if you bust your head then, you're going to bust your head again. He got it written in uh, 13, verse 8. Uh, Hebrews, he's the same as day, yesterday, and forever. Doesn't mean if he does something to you back then, or do something, he'll do something to you later on. But he leaves the room for you to repent. It's up to you to repent. But it ain't for one people that we read, we're going to read that again. Uh, young lad, it, uh, it, you, you, you all read over there? You looking good? So now, we won't throw a few more in here. I'll throw at least about 15 more minutes in. And, uh, but we found out some, we found some good stuff. Now, what you getting ready to read from Sarah? Psalms, chapter 6, verse 16 and 17. Yeah, what it say? Verse 16. But unto the wicked, Yahweh say. Unto the wicked, Yahweh say. What have thou to do to declare my facts? He said, he said to the wicked, what you got to do concerning my statue, the wicked, what did he say? Well, that thou should take my covenant in thy mouth. That you should take my covenant in your mouth. He told to the wicked. He said, wicked, what? The angel come and told David this. You to put it in the Bible because the wicked is going to pick up on my covenant and they ain't got me. What you going to do with my covenant? Because you ain't going to do it. You're going to change everything that's written in this Bible. Matter of fact, let's read that. Oh, welcome. Makai. Let's read that in 24 chapter. Let me tell you what you're going to do. We're going to Isaiah 24. He said to the wicked. Let me tell you what, what's written by Isaiah about the wicked, what the wicked going to do. 24, we read down to get our point of Isaiah. What is that, young man? To the book of Isaiah, chapter 24. And pick up verse 1. Let's read a little bit. We'll pick it up at verse number 1. Uh-huh. Book of Isaiah, chapter 24. We'll pick it up at verse number 1. Verse number 1, read. Behold, the Yahweh maketh the earth empty mm-hmm. and make it waste. Yep. And turn it upside down. You turn it upside down, huh? And scratch it. Abroad, hold on, and scratch it abroad, and
of usury. So, so with the giver of usury to him. Verse 3. The land shall be utterly empty. The land will be utterly empty. And utterly poor. And utterly poor. For the Yahweh has spoken. Yahweh has spoken it. This word. This word. Verse 4. The earth mourns. Earth mourns. And fades away. Yeah. The world angry. Yeah. And fades away. We're going to find out why. Go ahead. The haughty people of the earth do language. The haughty people of the, of the earth do language. Verse 5. What? The earth also is defiled. The, the, earth, the earth is defiled. Under the inhabitants thereof. Oh, the ones that run in the earth today, they have defiled the earth. The running the earth today, they have defiled the earth. Because they have transgressed the law. Because they have transgressed sin against the law. Changed the ordinances. They have changed, they have changed it. They have changed it. The audience, they, they don't change that. Broken the everlasting covenant. They don't broke the everlasting covenant. What? Therefore has the curse devoured the earth. And now the curse have devoured the earth. And they that dwell therein are desolate. And they that dwell therein is desolate. Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth are burnt. So the inhabitants of the earth is burnt. And few men left. Because they have changed the everlasting covenant. They have broke the law of the everlasting covenant. Huh? Your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith. Yes. You say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yes. off. Yes. Which, may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday Sunday. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here but I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Now, every one of these pastors that you pay your tithe, we will offer donation to. Uh, no, Seventh-day Adventists, they'll, they'll do some fairies, sometimes fairies, but they still going to talk Lord God and Jesus. So they'll give you, they'll move you one way, uh, William Miller, that created the Seventh-day Adventist in 1863, they'll move you over, still give you Lord God, Jesus, Christmas, and Easter, and Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, so they, they'll tell you, come on Saturday, which is the right day, but they'll tell you everything that other Christian churches will talk about when you get inside the door. They'll do the same thing. So you see, they don't broke the law. So if you're in any of these organizations, remember, your pastor that that 74 of your days have booked the everlasting covenant. The everlasting covenant is Sabbath day. Sundown Friday, Sundown Saturday. And you got there a full letter, and they'll tell you, they'll tell you, you ask your pastor right now, and they teach what is God's true name? They say, oh, a full letter. But we can't pronounce the full letter. Where you hear that? Where you get that from? Well, that was told me by my pastor, by our pastor. Where you get it from? That was told by our other pastor. I'm just cliches like uh, come as you are. 
in his great name. But Yahweh, I tell you, if you blaspheme his name, I'm going to kick you. But he leaves room for, for repentance. But we read, uh, read that again, uh, uh, Elder, I mean, uh, uh Makati, and, and um, in time, probably 16, verse 9. A revelation. Read that again. We're going to the book of Revelation, chapter 16, pick it up at verse number 9. We're going to the book of Revelation, chapter 16, and we want to pick it up at verse number 9. The book of Revelation, chapter 16, verse number 9 reads, And then was scorched with great heat, and blasphemy the name of Y-H-W-A. Yahweh, which has power over these plagues. Which has power over these plagues. That means if the people are going to take it all the way in and they blaspheme the name, that means they wouldn't do, uh, young line, they would, they would not do Acts 319. What does it say 319? Going over to the book of Acts. You want to read chapter 3? We're going to pick it up at verse number 19. The book of Acts, chapter 3. We're going to pick it up at verse number 19 and read. Repent, ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Yahweh. So it got over for you to repent. You repent on doing the wrong day. And keep it the wrong name. The door's open for you repent. Now, who on record is not going to repent? We're going to Hebrews chapter 12, 16 and 17. Now, who on record, they're going to take it all the way in. They're going to have hot heat on top of their head. They're going to hold on like the characters commercial. I will the bike this way. They'll go all the way in, but guess what they're going to do? They're going to take you with them. Because if you're on that, on that boat and the plug come out the boat, but you know what happens to you on the boat? If the bottom fall out the boat, you out there in the middle of the ocean, what happens to everybody on that boat? You tell me, if the bottom come out Monday, what happens? The great Titanic, remember that? Remember, you remember, it, that's the history. The great Titanic. People was on there. Guess what? The one was on it, sunk. So if you own this, if you own this um, Mormon, Joseph Smith, Baptist, John Smith, William Miller, Seventh-day Adventist, Charles Taft Russell, uh, Jehovah Witness, Charles Parsham, Pentecostal Church, so if you own that, if you own, you own some of this right here. Oh, we can throw in this long, but we, but that's no that's So if you own any of this right here, now this is what it said in Hebrews chapter. Who ain't gonna repent? Who's gonna take it all the way in? We're gonna find out. And Hebrews 12, 16, and 17. The book of Hebrews, the little word for the book of Israel. Chapter 12, verse 16 and verse number 17. Verse 16 reads, Least there be any fornicator or profane person, as Esau and his five sons, 
who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. Verse 17. For you know how that afterwards, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place. For he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with fear. So he's not going. So Esau is not going to repent in his father. And guess what? The Baptist Church religion, John Smith, Esau, Bison, Joseph Smith, the Mormon Church, Esau, Bison, William Miller, created the Seventh Day Adventist, Esau and his five sons, Charles Cap Rush, Esau and his five sons, Joe Witness, Charles Popham, 1901, Pentecost Church. Esau and his five sons. All of them is Esau and his five sons. They're going to take it all the way in. They're not going to repent. He said, we read in the 24th chapter that they run the world. They run the world. Now, if I read the verse again, 24 again, verse part that, that, that they, run the, they run the world part. Back in that 24th chapter. Verse. Yeah, what, what did I say again? I, I, I need that verse for a minute. Going back to the book of Isaiah. Chapter 24. We'll pick it up at verse number one. No, go down. Get, get, go down the book. Give me, give me on, on who, who running things. The, 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 the boss man of the inhabitants of the earth. Give me, get, give me down to the point. Because I want to get a couple more in there. You know what I Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Pick a verse one. Go ahead. All right. Verse number one. Read Behold, the Yahweh maketh the earth empty and make it waste, and turn it upside down, and scatter it abroad the habitants thereof. Verse 2. And it shall be as with the people, so with the people, and they so with the priest, as with the servant, so with his master, as with the maid, so with his mistress, as with the buyer, so with the self, so with the borrower, as with the taker of usury, so with the giver of usury to him. Verse 3, the land shall be utterly empty and utterly full, for the Yahweh has spoken his word. Verse 4, the earth mourned and faded away, the world languished and faded away. The healthy people of the earth do languish. Verse 5, the earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof. The earth is also defiled by the inhabitants of others. Right now, go ahead. Because they have transgressed the law, changed the order, the law, broken the everlasting chains, and have it the one that run the world today, they have changed everything in the Bible. They don't, they don't came up with all kinds of things. Now, give me, give me Job 9.24. Let's start tightening. Let's tighten this up a little bit. Job 9. This is called boy talking about this too in 9.24. What did he say that young man? Going to the book of Job. Yes. We'll read chapter 9. We'll pick it up at verse number 24. Yes. The book of Job. Chapter 9. We'll pick it up at verse number 24. The book of Job, chapter 9. Verse number 24. 
verse number 24, and it reads, The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. The earth is given to the hand of the wicked. He covered the faces of the judges thereof. And, and he covered the faces of the judges. What do you mean he covered the faces of the judges? He got the one with the woolly hair, 9, verse 7, got gold hair, a horse hair on his head now, got him pale red. He covered his face up. He got the son that came down to the tribe of Judah. He got him looking like, oh, he's a, he's a boy, Jay. They'll cover his face up. They got the children of Israel in Amos 9, verse 7, uh, looking like the Ethiopian Cushite. They'll change their face over. They'll change, the, they'll change everybody's face over. They got big pictures on everybody. See that? And, and guess what? And that's why Mother read in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 and 5, they got a stronghold on you. They'll change everything. They'll paint the likeness of themselves. Read that young line, 348 of 1 Maccabees. Hey, Mother, hey, Mother E, give me second, second book of Thessalonians. 2 verse 8. Hey, wait a minute, Mother, Mother E. See, these people have changed and, and you know what? It's written in the Bible when they start doing it. But these are the books they were taking out. Your pastor was sent up there with 66 books. Because it, in 1885, the Protestant Church taking this out. They took out First Maccabees 348. This is what it says here. What it says, y'all learn? The book of 1 Maccabees, chapter 3, pick it up at verse 48. 48 reads, And they opened the book of the law. They laid open the book of the law. Where when the Esau and his five sons what? have sought to paint the likeness of their image. Ain't that something? They paint the likeness of their image. They went there and paint over what the book looked like and put their own stuff in there. And that's why your mama, your grandmother, your brother, your cousin all prayed to white man Jesus. White man Jesus Christ our Lord. Not knowing that Maccabees 348 saying that they were going to open your book up and put their face in there. And, and that was on your mind now? When you pray, don't you see that white man with that uh, goat hair or horse hair? That what you see when you pray? Yeah, what you see? That was stronghold. That will be read in 2 Corinthians 4 and 5. That was stronghold. But, um, Sister Sarah, what it says in um, 94.16 of Psalm? What it says in 94.16 of Psalm? Going to the book of Psalm? Yeah. Chapter 94, verse 16. What it say? Book of Psalm, chapter 94, verse 16 reads, Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Yeah. Or who will stand up for me against the work of... He said, who's going to do it? Who's going to rise up for me against the evil do it? He said, who's going to do it? The six of the captain, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. He asked him, who's going to do it? Who's going to sit there and tell, go to that pastor on Sunday? He said, Mr. Pastor, you know I'll give you my money, my tithes, free with all donations in my time. Why are we doing the wrong day? Why are we doing the wrong day? Why we call on the wrong name? Don't you know his name got four letters to it? Yeah, I know it got four letters to it. 
Why are we going to use it? See? I like to be a fly on the wall when you get your answer. I like to be a fly on the wall while you're doing Sunday, Lord God and Jesus, and, and your phone will tell you all day long. Telephone. What is God's true name? They'll tell you. Y-A-W-H. You mean your phone will tell you that? And your pastor will not tell you his name? And you're paying your tithe, free will offer donation, and your time too? Shame on you. That's up to you. Those up for your repentance. Only one ain't going to repent is the leader of all these churches we got to read. And they all strange. They ain't going to repent. They're going to take it all the way in. Hell storm will fall on their head before they repent. But mother get ready to read something for us those who got to hear the hill. Second Thessalonians 2 verse 8. What does it say, mother? Second Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 8 reads. Verse 8. Listen, listen good. Listen good. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Yahweh shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Now he said, he said, that wicked got be revealed. He, 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 you know, you know, you're allowed up. And you got eight people in the lineup, then which one done you wrong? That one did me wrong. He said, no, not the whole world lies in wickedness. In 519, over there in, in the book of whatever. He put that wicked got to be revealed. He said, that one, that one got to be revealed. That wicked, who is that wicked? We want to find out who that wicked is that got to be revealed. Tell me out y'all learn. Let's go to Psalm 17. This is anger say about that wicked. That wicked, 17, 13. Psalm, remember, the angel now is speaking to David in 1000 B.C. He's going to talk about that wicked that got to be revealed. Because you ain't going nowhere, and he ain't coming nowhere until you understand who that wicked is. Who that wicked is. They want to change everything. From the dress code to the gate to the, to the gay suit that we wear today. He's done everything. But y'all well, can't even recognize you now. He said, that wicked got to be revealed. Let's read about who got that. You got the young love? Psalm 17, 13. Going to the book of Psalms, chapter 17, we have at verse number 13. 13 reads. All right. Oh, Yahweh. Disappoint him. Cast him down. Deliver him, and from the womb, and deliver my soul from the from the wicked, which is the word. I mean, which is the Yahshua. Your mind just just is all over the place. Ain't 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 doing me no justice. Fair point. The wicked got to be revealed, which is this word. This wicked is this word. So this wicked. Is the Almighty Sword. Let's go to Genesis 27. Young line, redeem yourself. Verse 38 to 41. Let's find a little bit more about this uh, wicked. See, here's the point. You ain't going nowhere to the wicked until you clear who the wicked is. I know you got a clue who the wicked is. I know you got a clue now, but we're going to beat a couple more verses and get them out of the way. We'll pick back up on this again Sunday night. 
I, if Yahweh wanted to. But we'll find who is wicked, y'all be revealed. That wicked, he says in Second Thessalonians 2, verse 8, he made it plain. That one, that wicked right there got to be revealed. And we find out he's the Yahweh sword man. Who is that? Genesis 27, 38 to 41. Come on, y'all line. Well, to the book of Genesis, chapter 27, we put it up at 38, down to verse number 41. What does it say? The book of Genesis, chapter 27, verse 38, read. Verse 38. And Esau and his five sons said unto his father, As you but one blessing, my father, bless me. Even me also, O my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Verse 39. And Isaac, his father, answered and said unto him, Behold, your dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth, and the dew of heaven from above. Verse 40. And by your sword shall you live, and shall serve your brother. And it shall come to pass. When you have had the dominion, then you shall break his yoke from off your neck. Verse 41. Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing wherewith his father blessed him. Esau said to his Esau said in his mind, The days of mourning for my father are at hand. Then will I slay. My brother, James. Ain't that something? So the sword man, this wicked man, is Esau and his five sons. So Esau and his five sons. This is the sword man. So the sword man is identified as Esau and his five sons. Let's go to Genesis 25, 25, 26. Let's, let's, let's see what, they, what their appearance, what they look like. What do Esau look like? Let's see what he look like. Let's see what he look like. If we want to find out what Esau, we'll see what he look like. What he look like, Sarah, and um, Genesis 25, 25, and 26. What do Esau look like today? The first came out red. The first came out what? Red. Red. All over like a hairy garment. Uh huh. They called his name Esau. Esau came out red, all over like a hairy garment. He was red and hairy. Now, what people you know today? All you gotta do is wait till ten o'clock news. Come on. And we'll got the suit on. Look at the white shirt and look at the face. That's all you gotta do. Look and see if anybody look like drywall or a light bulb. Huh? If you're not like a light bulb or drywall, then you, then you know who's white. That's that when you're white. That means you like a drywall or a light bulb. That's white. But if you see anybody red looking, you just put your hand on Esau and his five sons. And another trace they have, they will be hairy. What people you know on the face of got got to go get their backs straight? Every six months, they got to go get their backs straight. And the reason why Gillette razor blade was created because the hair growing in legs and the hair is stopping. 
They got all the tickets to let raise the brave. He couldn't. They hang off the leg. And they mess around and don't cut off the face. They look just like just a, a bunch of hair. <laughs> what people fit that? But but I, I tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna bag out and get to the young line. But I don't know. Y'all want to say I'm so mad at you, children of Israel. But I tell you what, I'm not gonna do for you. He said, "I not." Esau was red. Did you read verse 26? No. What's that? Verse 26. And after that came his brother out, and his hand took hold of Esau's heel. His name was called Jacob. So they ain't mentioned what color Jacob was, but he looked like everybody else. Wasn't even one of them mentioned everybody else. Looked just like, this is the first time anybody looking different in the Bible. Genesis 25, 25, red. But we want to know what kind of red. We got to find out what kind of red now. So we're going we gonna to precept that. Uh, to the seven and 29 22 of the book of Isaiah. We don't know what kind of red. So we won't know when, we, when we're sitting there looking at this red person, we won't know what kind of red. And he promised the children of Israel something. He said, I'm going to beat you in every generation. But one thing I'm not going to never do to you. Is in 29, 22 of Isaiah. What do you say? Going to the book of Young line, travel, y'all got Judah. Y'all 
That's why you got Mother E and you got Mother Z on the network. So it's all your show, and we'll catch you up. We'll catch you again Sunday. I know we're going to throw some shots in tomorrow. He's tomorrow on the bottom part of seven. But come on, y'all, love. All right. Well, we're at the top part of the Sabbath day. We're going to keep the ball game rolling. We want to say uh, a our blessing to the mothers, Mother E and Mother Z. Right now, we know we live on uh, Blog Talk Radio. We also live on Blog Talk, which is also check us and tune in towards our Facebook page at uh, BOTTY. Look for that name, Sid Israel. You can tune in towards the Texas on Facebook. Any of the previous broadcasts have been put up. Anytime we live, if you want to catch us live on Facebook, just tune in to the space at BOTTY. Look for that name, Sir Israel. And pop right on up and you tune in to it right here, right there. So we also want to let you know uh, we got a YouTube page up and running. If you uh, have a previous broadcast or things we have recorded live on the YouTube page, you can check us on the YouTube page at B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-A-T-D-A. Once again, you can check us on the YouTube page at B-O-T-T-Y. Try Y-H-D-H. For all those who love to tune in to the YouTube page, catch on our YouTube page at B-O-T-T-Y, Try Y-H-D-H. We also want to let you know you have any questions, comments, call in to the international phone line at 224-600-5579. Once again, if you want to call in for questions, comments, Call in to the international phone line at 224 All right. Hallelujah. We're the top part of the Saturday, and as we always say, we want to keep the ball game rolling. It's the top part of the Saturday. We got a home field advantage. We'll say, uh, sister, matter of fact, Mother Mother, let me get to Luke chapter 12, verse 12 out of you. One good time. Look at Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Book of Luke chapter 12, verse 12. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. We believe that the minister right the spirit in that very same hour to teach you what you are to say. Uh, Mother, uh, Mother Z, let me get to Matthew chapter 19, verse 18, and uh, I mean verse 19 and verse number 20. Mother, Mother B, let me get to Matthew chapter 19, verse 19 and verse number 20. Right, we touched on a few things here. We'll keep the ball game rolling. We're going to touch on a few things that uh, we want to bring out to the national audience. While we get the precepts to that Luke 12, 12. What you got for me, Mother B? Mother B, I ain't reading. 
Mother's feet ain't on. Read that from me again, Mother D. I didn't hear you. Book of Matthew, chapter 19, verse 19 and 40. Verse number 19 and verse number 20. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mother. Mother, Mother, work with me real quick. I'm sorry about that. They said uh, the book of Matthew... Let's find out. Let's go all the way back now. 
And let's find out something here because it's something that's been put on the table. I've been, I've been waiting on the right time to bring it forth. And for the nationalists and all those who listening in right now, those who got to hear the hill, let's go find out something about this word uh, 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 Hebrew. We're going to touch on this word Hebrew. So let's go, Sister Sarah Israel. Let's go to Genesis chapter 10. Let's pick it up at verse 22 down to verse number 25. The question was raised on the table. Hebrew is a language, and Hebrew is a nationality. So we're going to put that on the table today, Sister Sarah Israel. But let's start off with Genesis chapter 10, verse 22 down to verse number 25. I know we got the uh, 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 feast day getting ready to come up. We know we got the atonement getting ready to come up. Right now, if you remember, we gotta we gotta also be ready to teach the nationalists about a few things too that's taking place. Maybe we touch on some of that tomorrow about the speech day. But right now, let's see what he has to say in Genesis chapter ten, verse twenty two down to verse twenty five for me to establish Israel's key rule. Going to the book of Genesis, chapter ten, verse twenty two through twenty five. Verse 22 reads, uh-huh. The children of Shem, Elam, and Ashur, uh-huh. and Arphic, Arphic, Genesis chapter 11, verse 1. What it reads? 
The whole earth was one language. The whole earth was under how many languages? One. Okay, what happened? In of one feet. In of one feet. Now we gotta find out what was that language that they was on. Let's go to uh now let's find out. Remember we're dealing with Shim's boys. And Shim boys and we just come to find out that the whole earth was under one language. Let's go to Genesis chapter five, verse number thirty two. And let's pick it up at uh Verse number 32, then chapter 5. And let's pick it up at verse number two, 32. Let's find out. So just get the names here. Go on to the book of Genesis, chapter 5, verse 32. Mm-hmm. What do you read? 32 reads. And Noah was 500 years old. Noah. So we're dealing with Noah. He was 500 years old. And what happened? And Noah begat Sam, Oh, Sam, he- and Jason. So what's the name of the three sons? Ham, Ham, and Jason. Jason, chapter 6, verse number 10. Get a precept going on. Going to the book of Genesis, chapter 6, verse 10. Mm-hmm. And it reads, And Noah begat three sons, Ham, right. Ham, and Jason. So, so Noah had three sons. He had Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Give me one more precept, Sister Sarah Israel. Give me Genesis chapter 9, verse 18, down to verse number 19. Give me one more precept. Genesis chapter 9, verse 18 and 19. Mm-hmm. Verse 18 reads, mm-hmm. And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth. Oh, so Shem, Ham, and Japheth. These are the sons of Noah, right? So now we know the sons of Noah, and we know that Genesis chapter 11, verse number 1, uh, uh, stated that the whole earth was on one language, right? And, and we're trying to find out what was that language. Now we want to pull out something. We want to pull out our book of Jubilee, chapter 8, verse number 18. But before we read that, Sister Sarah, Let's get a uh, let's get a historical fact about this book of Jubilee that we're about to read from. Let's get a historical fact about this book of Jubilee that we're about to read from. They're gonna say, hey, it's not in the canon. It's not in the uh, first five books. You know, you know, for the Christians out there that love to read the book, they'll say, hey, it's not in the history. Uh, but not even knowing that they have fourteen books taken out of they are. Uh, and they missing 14 books out of their 66. So uh, let's let's find out about their book of Jubilees because the book of Jubilees has something going on too. So let's go read something here for me, Sister Sarah Israel, because I got you on standby right now, and I know you're rocking the road. Uh, uh, let's go to the book of Jubilees. Let's go read something out of this uh, compact Bible dictionary. And let's go to page... Uh, What I want out of there. Let's go to page uh, 297. And pick it up at where you see Jubilees that right there. And that word, you're going to see a word in there and call out the book, give me the page. You'll see a word that says Jewish. But that word is a polluted word for the book of Yah, Jew. In the Contact Bible Dictionary. 
and a rage. Jubilees was up. A Jewish. I put it word for what? Got our Judas. Mm-hmm. Apocalyptic book mm-hmm. written. Uh-huh. In the intertestamental period. Mm-hmm. It gives a history of the world from the creation to the giving of the law. Mm-hmm. It defends our physical views as against liberal Hellenistic tendencies. Mm-hmm. Now, they, they made a word now called Hellenistic. What is this Hellenistic? Who was the people that was Hellenistic? They, they said this is a Yada Judah apocalyptic book written in an intertestamental period. Now, who was the ones that was a Hellenistic people? See, now we got to go find out Hellenistic. We in this word, Hellenistic. Who was the Hellenistic people? Let's go to the same book. And we're going to read from the Compact Bible Dictionary, the Zodorus Version. And we're going to go to page 223. Let's find out. Read it right there for me. Uh, Hellenist. You can read it right out. I called it out already. It's the Compact Bible Dictionary for the Zodorus Version. And we're going to read page 223. What's that word Hellenist mean? Hellenist. Hellenist. Who? Jude. God, God, Judah. God, God, Judah. That's right. Who made Greek their tongue. Oh, so these are people that start speaking other. Uh, 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 Greek is just another genetic tongue. Continue to read. With it, uh, ten adopted Greek ideas uh-huh. and practice. Uh-huh. So these are people that converted over and started speaking this language, and these were the ones. So the Greeks was who? Judah. 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 They became Hellenized. These people became Hellenized by serving deities and what Esau and his five sons had thrown on them. That's what happened. This was Judah. So Judah was the Greek. If we start doing our research, we come to find out Judah was the Greek. So now let's go back to where we left off at, Sister Terry Israel. What was the last thing we were just reading? Work with me now. Because uh, we read something in the book of Jubilee. And what we read in the book of Jubilee? All right, let's, now we're going to the book of Jubilee. We were getting uh, we reading that, but we didn't get there yet. We're going to chapter 8, pick it up at verse number 18. And we want to get a case of point here. We first want to verify and get a, 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 a dedicated about this book of Jubilee. And this is a Judah book. Judah is the lawgiver. So we know according to the book of uh, Genesis chapter 48, verse uh, 8 down to verse number 10, we ain't got to read it, but we know according to Genesis chapter uh, what's that, 49, make that 49, 8 down to verse number 10, that Judah is the lawgiver. And these are the ones that have this book about the Jubilee. Now, we're going to the book of Jubilee, chapter 8, picking up at verse number 18. And what it reads. Continue to read after we get to our point. Book of Jubilee, chapter 8, verse 18, verse mm-hmm. And Noah rejoiced that this portion came forth for Shem and for his son. Mm-hmm. He remembered all that he had spoken mm-hmm. with his mouth and prophet. Now, but this portion came down to who? 
Read it back at the top. Pay attention. Came forth for Shem. For who? But what, what was the first name that the portion came down to? Shem. So the portion came down to Shem first. The earth right now at this point, Shem still has the language. Noah still has the language. The son still has the language. So right now, there is no division of no language. But the portion went down to who? Shem was the first name spoke in his son, right? Mm-hmm. Continue to read. He remembered all that he had spoken to his mouth in Christ. Uh-huh. For he had said, Blessed be the Yahweh, Yahweh for us The, the Yahweh of who? Us Oh, so the fortune went down to Shem, and the fortune passed down to his son, and he said, Blessed the Yahweh of Shem. He didn't say nothing about uh, 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 what's the boy's name? Ham and Japheth. So now we should be getting somewhere here. We should be drawing up, a, at least to be getting suspicious about something here. If this is the Yahweh of Shem, and a portion went from Noah to Shem, and it went down to his son. What happened after that? It made the Yahweh dwell in the dwelling of Shem. Oh, so the Yahweh going to be in the dwelling of who? Japheth? Now, Ham, who is they? Yeah. Oh, so the Yahweh is going to be in the dwelling of who? Ham. Ham. So ain't no Jephthah. Ain't no Ham. Ain't none of his boys. But go back and read to me to the top. What did he say in the beginning of verse number 18? Verse 18. Noah rejoiced. No, not, not Noah rejoicing now. Now, we got Noah. The patriarch, the righteous teacher, the righteous one. He's rejoicing. Why he's rejoicing? That this person came forth for Shem. This person came forth for Shem. And who? And his son. Stop right there. So that means Shem received something. His boys received something. They received a portion. And his father rejoiced. And it didn't go to Ham. It didn't go to Jephthah. It went to his oldest boy. He's rejoicing over there. Continue to read. Verse 19. Uh-huh. And he knew that the Garden of Eden is the righteous of hope. Now, 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 he, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Now, that's another, now that's another story. Because he said I, he knew the Garden of Eden is a what? Is the righteous of righteousness. Uh, hallelujah. What? Continue to read. And the dwelling of the Yahweh in Mount Sinai. Mm-hmm. With this Mount Yadah Judah. Mount Yadah Judah. Uh-huh. The center of the desert. The, the, the who? The center of the desert. We're going to touch on that. We, we might touch on some of that tomorrow. We're going to uh, at the bottom part of the Sabbath day. Continue to read. There's this stuff we've been touching on all, all for the last two weeks. And Mount Yadah Judah. Mm-hmm. The center of the navel of the earth. So where is the Garden of Eden? In the center. But what is it called? Read back at the top. Where's that verse 19? What what is they they righteous and righteous? So what 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 he said is what's the name of read it at the top, verse nineteen. Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden. The 
in the righteous and righteous, in the dwelling of the Yahweh, and is in the land of Yahweh, which people use the terminology, Zion, but we can deal with that later on, but it's the land of Judah. The name of the earth. Yeah, but continue to read. What he say is that? The center of the navel of the earth. Oh, so now we got to go precept our Bible real fast and find out where is that at. Going to the 
book of Second Ezra. Uh huh. Chapter ten. What did it read? Verse number seven. Mhm. You know what? See, and learning something on the, when you when you get into this Bible, that's why it looks square, square, so important. Because on the way of learning something, you'll learn something. On the way of learning something, you'll learn something. That's why it's very important. Because you might come in looking for one thing. You ain't turn around and I'll show you another thing. Why we've been looking for the Garden of Eden, Africa. Man, go with all that polluted word out. What we got? What now? What's going on, Sister Sarah? Where? What we got a guy like? I mean, no, no. What we got in uh, Ezra chapter 10, verse number 7? What did it read? Chapter 10, verse 7 reads. How that Zion, which is a polluted word for Judah. Our mother is full of all heaviness. What's our mother? What did he say? What did he say our mother is? Our mother. What are we talking about? What is our mother? What is our mother that's full of all heaviness, Sister Sam? Pull it out. Call it out. Read again for the child. How's that? How's that? Yada Judah. Yada Judah, which is a Zion, which is a polluted word for Yada Judah, which is which is Jerusalem. It's a polluted word for the land of Judah. It's what? Our mother. It's our mother. Is it Mother Africa? Did the Bible say Mother Africa? What do you say mother is? The land of Israel and the land of Yadah Judah, which is what you call Jerusalem or what you call Zion, is our mother. That's the land of the Garden of Eden. What else he say is what? It's full of all heaviness. It's full of all heaviness. Why? And much humble. And much humble. Morning, very sore. And it's morning. There's the people over there don't even belong over there. The land is morning. The land in the garden of Eden is morning, very sore. Now let's go back over here to the book of Galatians. Now let's pick it up at chapter 4, and let's read verse number 26. And let's get a precept to that, Sister Sarah Israel. Going to the book of Galatians. Yes, ma'am. Chapter 4, reading verse 26. Yes, ma'am. Verse 26. Verse 26, what does it read? Yadah Judah. Yadah Judah. Which is above, is free. Oh, 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 okay. But Yadah Judah, which is above, is free what? Which is the mother of us all. So what's the mother? Is mother, is, is, is the land after the motherland? No. According to the Bible that we can read, is a land that they call Africa or Ham's land. Is that the motherland? No. Oh, what's the motherland? Yada Judah. Yada Judah. Judah is the motherland. In Israel, in Judah, is where you're going to find the motherland. The Garden of Eden is the motherland in Judah. Now let's go all the way back to the cell. Now let's come all the way back because, like I said, on the way of learning something, you learn something. We never know what Luke 12, 12 will take us to. But a ministry of the Spirit will teach you in that very same hour what you are to say, Sister Sarah. That's how this thing goes. We might be going one way, 
a double portion oh, okay. of all that he has. For he is the beginning of the strength uh-huh. of his strength. What, what, what's the, what is that called? The right of the firstborn is his. Oh, so the right. So Shem has the right of the firstborn. Shem has the right of the firstborn. He's the eldest. He got the right of the firstborn to receive all that his father had and his son. And Noah rejoiced over that, knowing the order of Yahweh. That's why he rejoiced over the list. So when he seen they say, my, my, my boy receiving everything that's, that's right. only come from me. That's right. So he gave him the link. He said, he said and I'm going to give it all to Jim. Keep your I'm going to give him my language. That's what's going to pass on to him and his son. He said, hey, you get everything from me. That's right. Keep your line. Now let's go pick it up in First uh, Corinthians chapter, First Chronicles. First Chronicles chapter 5, verse 1 and verse number 2. Let's preach that by Bible. We want to make sure we get understanding about order. That's order. Right. That's order. Right. We want to break the cycle of these bad teachings. That's all right. All these misconceptions that they're going on passed down by these other nations. We don't care about nothing they're talking about. All we care about is the order of YHWH. Yahweh, he spoke letters and what he gave to the square side of Israel to do to lay down this law. That's right. That's really still playing. That's right. all the way. 
I want to call it Africa. Well, we can go on over there. We can touch on some of those uh, 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 Ephraimites over there, which uh, 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 they call, uh, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's a word I'm looking for. Um, it, it, it left my mind. I, 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 I got away from it. Don't just pop in my mind. I'm going to pull them well, right out. Well, the two of them are two of the five. You hear, hear, hear every girl in two of the five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Left my mind. Finish reading that. They pop my mind now. I'm busting out right now. Who they are? That's right. All right. Going verse number five. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, chapter five. Finish reading that verse up. Therefore, I hate 
So if you're not precepting your Bible, it is a what? It's a false way. So right now we can now understand it through the precept. And we let it look square, square, so we don't even leave it down late. The last this is there is Let me give you one more about this first point, and I I don't beat that up enough. Let me go to Second Chronicles chapter twenty-one, verse number three. Give me Second Chronicles chapter twenty-one, uh, verse number three. And uh, yeah, write that down because we want to make sure uh, when we come back and lay this bit down, we got we gonna study some more of this. Second Chronicles chapter twenty-one, verse number three. Let's see what I say about this first one because Shem. I'm, I'm emphasizing Shem and his position. Mm-hmm. But we also emphasize the position of how Yahweh laid his week down. That's right. But you ain't getting no devout. And how the Father will rejoice. That's because right. there's something that comes about Shem that's very important. That's right. Definitely when the language has been profound. There's something about Shem. So let's see if we can find out about this Shem. Going to the book of Second Chronicles, mm-hmm. chapter twenty-one, verse three. Mm-hmm. Verse three reads, "And their father gave them great gifts of silver mm-hmm. and of gold mm-hmm. and of precious things, That's right. with ten things in Yadadu. Mm-hmm. But the kingdom gave keys to Jeroboam because he was the firstborn. So, so he gave he gave the kingdom to Jeroboam because of what?" The firstborn. Oh, so Jeroboam, this is the order that was going on at the firstborn. When he ain't even getting up the balance, he gets the lick. Mm-hmm. So he got the lick. Jeroboam got the lick too, right? All right. So we so we done beat that down good enough to know that the firstborn is going to receive something from the Yahweh when he uh, uh, in order. He said, oh, the firstborn is mine. I got some for my firstborn, the kings and everything. And, uh, Let's see what he has to say in our. Uh, oh, let's go to Genesis. Let's say Genesis for a little while. Let's go to Genesis chapter 43. Let's pick it up at verse number 33. Why some I want to run down. In the book of Joel, chapter 8, verse 8. And I'm going to do some reading with you, Sister Sarah Israel. I'm going to pick the Joel, chapter 8, verse number 8 up. Yes. to the book of Genesis, chapter 43, verse 33. Mm-hmm. 33 weeks. And they sat before him, the firstborn according to his birthright. Mm-hmm. And the youngest according to his youth. Mm-hmm. And the men marveled one at another. So this is all about right now pointing out that the firstborn gets the lick. The firstborn gets the lick, and Shem got the lick, and, and his father was excited. And joyful about him getting lit, him getting everything. So now we go to Job chapter 8, verse number 8. In the book of Job chapter 8, verse number 8, it reads, For inquire, verse 8, for inquire, I pray you, of the former age, and prepare yourself to the search of your father. This is a bloodline thing about your father. In the book of Judges, it was something in Judges chapter 18, verse number 29. In the book of Judges chapter 18, verse number 29, it was something that was stated. 
In Judges chapter 18, verse number 29, pay attention to this. In Judges chapter 18, verse 29, read. And they called the name of the city Dan after the name of their father, who was born into Israel, albeit the name of the city was Lish as the first. So that means that the name carried on from the name of your father right. down to the generations, even if it came down to the name of your city. Right. I mean, you're not going to even keep the same name. So that means, let me ask you a question. So, Mr. Chairman, I'm going to ask you to read the book of uh, Genesis. Make your brain, young man. Go to Genesis chapter 14. Let's go to Genesis chapter 14. Let me see what I want. Make it be verse number 13. Now. Remember, everything is after the name of your father, even the city. That's right. So you will be named after your father. That's right. And so let's go to Genesis chapter 14 and read it just the way it is. 14 verse number 13, what it reads.